Hi there. Welcome to the First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration Pack. Today, we're blessed to have first-time guest and important voice for American families. His name is Terry Schilling, executive director of American Principles Project. What we like about APP is their no-nonsense, effective defense and promotion of the importance of families. Leftists who predominate in our culture are tearing down our families every day, but APP is there to fight back. All right, Terry, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's great to see you. How you doing? Doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Doug. Love everything you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Same back at you. Love you guys. You guys do a ton of great work. We're going to get into all that stuff. Uh, But first, before we begin, so we have an Illinois connection. We go back a little bit. and, And maybe why don't you tell people, you know, your career, how you got to where you are today, and, and kind of uh, you know what you're doing at this moment. We'll get into the CPAC thing in more detail later, but I want to get people a point of reference on you. Yeah, I, I was born and raised my entire life in Illinois, uh, Quad Cities area. I uh, grew up in a little town called Geneseo, uh, Green Machine, fighting. Uh, <laughs> we played a lot of football, and um, my family opened up a pizza restaurant uh, back in 1996. Uh, we're coming up on our 25th year there, so quarter of a century pretty great stuff uh my dad and i built it from the ground up and um you know from there i i've always paid attention to politics i i got involved at a very early age i wanted to save babies lower taxes and be able to have an ar-15 as a little kid i was kind of odd uh uh but uh, my, my, my dad came to me in 2009 and uh, he wanted to run for Congress. This is right after Obama was elected and he was raising taxes and talking about socialized medicine. And um, I said, well, dad, you've never even run for state office. You know, this is kind of crazy. He said, no, I, I think I got to run for U.S. Congress, but I'm not going to do it unless you run my campaign. And at that time, I had had more political experience than he had. Um, obviously, he was wiser, but um, he ended up running. I ran his campaign. We uh, beat Phil Hare. Uh, the real tricky moment came in the campaign when uh, we got Phil Hare on camera saying he didn't care about the Constitution. After that, uh, you know, we went from having no money in the bank to having $1.5 million in just a matter of four months. So it was a great race. We won by 10 points. My dad served a great term in Congress. And uh, I'll always love Illinois, no matter how many uh, terrible Democrats uh take over that state and run into the ground that's great people and it's uh you know it's a, it's a really sad thing what democrats have done to that state yeah yeah for sure it's it's hard to it's hard to live here sometimes but uh you know <laughs> do everything you can and, and you got a great family your dad's a great guy he was a super big help for me when i ran and uh yeah it's it's uh, you guys are great great good conservative resource for the state so um so let's get into your stuff then so uh you know gosh the american family under attack in so many different ways. So what would you say is the number one battleground right now that you guys are fighting that, you know, we really got to pay attention to going forward here? I think the biggest thing that the family's lacking in this country is is a voice and uh, an organization that's organizing them directly in politics. And when we reformed APP a few years ago, we decided that our mission would be to organize families in politics to fight the enemies of the american way of life you know if you look at these progressives they're raising taxes on families they're destroying our schools they're teaching our kids that america is evil um and they're confusing them on all these you know issues of sexuality um and so we work directly in politics just like the nra and how they organize gun owners in politics to be effective and protect their rights we want to organize families in politics to protect their rights and and because of that 
The number one issue that we're focused on this year is election integrity and transparency. You know, the family is the last uh, American institution that hasn't been completely co-opted and taken over by progressives. And if we can use families and, and utilize them and organize them in politics, it'll be a force to be reckoned with. Politics is the one area of our culture that progressives haven't taken over, that they can't control from the top down. It's the one institution that's controlled by people. And uh, what we saw in this past 2020 election was just an egregious affront to our principles of free and fair elections and transparency and, and making sure that only legal votes matter. And so we're organizing families right now to address that threat, because if we don't have free and fair elections, America won't last very long and, and it won't be worth lasting very long without free and fair elections. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the, these family issues were already it's a it's a huge fight to begin with. But yeah, but to your point, if, if we don't if we lose confidence in the system or basically the other side just cheats their way to victory every time, then yeah, we're 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 in a bad, bad spot going forward. So good for you guys for doing that. As you know, we're doing a lot of election integrity stuff too. So so we're all working it. Um, so you know one thing we really appreciate is your fearlessness. APP's fearlessness, yours. I remember the first time we talked, you were talking about all the different issues. And one thing in particular you brought up, you said, I fight this battle against pornography. You think I want to be doing this? And I thought, <laughs> I thought, man, that guy's pretty tough, you know, because it's, it is true. There's so many things where we're like under attack and, and, you know, people don't want to talk about some of them and you guys go after them. And one of these things, I wanted to play this video that, uh, so we were running ads in this last cycle in Michigan. Uh, as were you, and this is one of the ads that you ran about uh, about protecting women's sports. So let's go ahead and play that, and then we'll talk about uh, that issue in particular. All female athletes want is a fair shot at competition, at a scholarship, at a title, at victory. But what if that shot was taken away by a competitor who claims to be a girl but was born a boy? Senator Gary Peters and Joe Biden support legislation that would destroy girls' sports. They call it equality. Really? That's not fair. Not fair at all. Vote against Gary Peters and Joe Biden. They are too extreme for Michigan. So that's one of those issues that when we talked about this back in the day where you were, you know, appropriately, hey, this is a lot of people care about this uh, and it doesn't necessarily matter what side of the political aisle you're on, especially you could be a you could be a moderator, you could be a, a pretty far left Democrat. And uh, if your if your daughter gets beat in the race by a guy, it's like, hey, wait a minute, what the heck is going on? So how's this issue playing with you guys going forward right now? It's a very important issue and it's starting to blow up. Uh, President Joe Biden um, and his regime have decided to make destroying women's sports and letting boys compete against them. Uh, they're a main issue that Joe Biden has said that transgender rights are uh, the human rights issue of our era. Um, so we've gotten a lot of steam going for us. We've gotten support from feminine, radical feminists, from families, I mean, from Democrats. You know, we when we ran those ads um, in Michigan and Wisconsin, the effect was incredible. We're very scientific and we measure everything that we do. And what we before we started contacting voters, we took a control group out. These are people that would never, ever see our ads. And then afterwards, we, sh we uh, followed up with them after delivering all the ads uh, to the treatment groups. And we compared the two groups and how they 
um, how they performed. We found that in Michigan, we shifted uh, 47,000 votes towards President Trump. And in Wisconsin, we, for, uh, we shifted 45,000 votes. These are issues that, you know, that are a big deal. Uh, they, they really speak to the heart of the unfairness and the insanity, really. I mean, this is, this is an insane policy that Democrats are, are proposing. And this is not a standalone issue. I mean, the Democrats, from my perspective, have gone insane on everything. Yeah. They're now promoting this you know, critical race theory garbage mm -hmm. that, that says that race actually does matter. Uh, you know, this is a long stretch from the Martin Luther King Jr. days of content of my character instead of the color of my skin. Um, but this, this Democratic Party has never been more vulnerable. However, there are very few groups like your, yours and I, mine that are willing to take on the Democrats and attack them on these issues, as, as you said before. So we need more people like you and I and, and, and all these families that are joining APP. We've grown to 300,000 uh, member activists in just the past year and a half. And uh, we're very excited about that. So um, there's a long way to go. There's a lot of fights to take on. But these issues are really playing because they speak to the heart of the American people. They know there's something wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like one thing we don't talk about enough uh, that people kind of want to back away from, I've noticed, is this uh, it is a battle over the worldview. You know, we have uh, our worldview. Uh, God is real. He made everything, uh, you know, and that gets into our Christian faith and all that. And so that's the heart of the family. And the, you know, we put some of your stuff up there a minute ago. And then you have the other side that basically says there's no God. And so the faster they can get rid of God in any shape or form, uh, the better off they'll be. And so, you know, that's a side of it that's getting more and more pitched as we go along. I think a lot of your supporters get that side of it, too. Uh, but that's, you know, that's the foundational piece of it. And it's the, the other side, too, is like, we're, you know, you're talking about the, the uh, guys in women's sports and stuff like that. And, and I think it's just a sad situation, too, that we have people that basically get confused about gender. And then we have a whole bunch of people encouraging them to be confused. And it doesn't go well. And, uh, and I think that's a sad situation, too. And it's not only unfair to the girls in the races. What about the boys or, the, or flip it all around too? You know, it's people are, are getting lost and it, and it does go back to this worldview thing. And uh, I would say that most of your your supporters see it that way too. And uh, and it's one way we got to start talking about it. And uh, and I know you guys do as well. No, uh, Doug, I, I'll, I'll just add on to that. It's, it's not only that they're confusing our kids about gender and they're happy doing that, but they actually want, they want to ban some of the alternative treatment methods, yeah. right? Like this is what's concerning us about this nomination of Dr. Rachel Levine as the assistant health secretary of HHS is they want to ban what they call conversion therapy for uh, gender identity uh, disorder. So what that means, and just simply put, is if you're a little boy who feels uncomfortable in your own body, it's going to be illegal for you to go to a professional psychiatrist to feel comfortable in your own body, to change your mind to match your body. They want to get you on hormones. They want to get you on all this crazy stuff. And and we saw, you know, that those ads were effective as well. We we ran ads attacking Joe Biden for his support of using hormones and, and all types of puberty blocker, weird stuff that you know most Americans are appalled by, including 61% of Joe Biden's own supporters we found uh, were against this uh, this transgender madness with children. Yeah, yeah, how about it? And uh, so we just, it's one of those things they've been sneaking it in. And, you know, as you know, the Democrats get a free pass on almost everything because liberal media. And so, you know, <laughs> we, it makes us it makes us tougher and better at what we do because they're after us all the time. And I think it just keeps making the Democrats more lazy all the time and uh, too much to their detriment down the road here at some point. 
So, um, so you know, these these issues, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's false narratives and it's all biased and it's just flowing out 24 hours a day. So, so talk to us a little bit about how you guys break through that liberal media and culture and do what you do. So, Doug, I'm I'm sure that most of your uh, your viewers and listeners will uh, not be shocked to know that the ad that you just played. Uh, was actually censored by Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, they trotted out this kangaroo court of a independent fact-checking network, and they declared those ads to be misinformation. They said that they lacked context. Uh, and uh, even though I provided them with over 47 cases of where boys had identified as girls and were competing in girls' sports across the country, it still didn't meet their threshold. So what we had to do was get creative real fast. And luckily we had built up this network of grassroots supporters and we utilized them with a, a, a revolutionary new technology called peer-to-peer -peer technology, uh, where we can text message voters directly from our volunteers to them. So we actually, instead of going through the big tech, uh, you know, media uh, monstrosity that that's become, we went right to voters. We, we had voter to voter contact. It was really beautiful. And it's actually what makes America great, right? This whole idea that government, it should be of the people, by the people and for the people. And I think the campaigns should be run the same way. And, and we're looking forward to continue to utilize that technology. The future is gonna be people powered. It's not going to be powered by the elites. It's you know telling us from the top down what's what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. The future is going to be powered by the people, and that was what was so revolutionary about the American founding is, and why the founders were so ahead of their time is they recognized the power of people, and um, so we're really excited to start using that in campaigns, and that's really the thrust of what we're doing at APP with organizing families is. The families are the people, and uh, they're what's going to turn this country around. Yeah, that's a really great insight, really smart. You know, that's the the left is all top-down collectivism. Let's head towards communism, and then here we are. No, freedom, but we got to we gotta embrace it and work it from the bottom yeah. up, uh, or else it's going to get away from us. And and so with all these folks you're working with and, and all the people you talk to, I would imagine, uh, and you tell me if I'm correct on this, that now that we got Joe Biden in and all this craziness is front and center from a, you know, all, this, all these destructive ideologies and attacking the family left and right, I would imagine that you're seeing more sense of urgency amongst the people that, you know, that you're in touch with and that you're talking to on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, you know, so I, I'll just tell you, uh, because of Joe Biden's radicalism, especially in terms of women's sports, we launched a petition. We wanted to test how powerful that issue is when it comes to advocacy and activism. So we launched a petition at, at protectgirlssports.us. And in just a matter of hours, we had well over 50,000 signatures. We pushed it a few other times. I think we're hovering around 69,000, 70,000 signatures so far. We've raised around $50,000. And these are from people I've never even talked to before. This is just the grassroots who are responding, who see the radical nature of Joe Biden. There is a growing sense of urgency, and it's not just on women's sports. The American people are very concerned about everything Joe Biden's doing. I mean, if you look at what he's doing on climate, uh, you know, we saw what just happened in Texas, and there's a lot of reasons why that happened, but, you know, they didn't winterize their windmills. And so their windmills, uh, you know, froze up and they destroyed their electric grid and people were out of power. That's what Joe Biden will do the rest of the country. Um, and that's just energy. We're not even talking about education policy. Our schools are still shut down. Um, the he's made no progress on the vaccinations for COVID-19. The American people know that this is a big deal, that this is a 
critical time for America, and they're definitely responding in, in strong numbers, especially as, as we've seen from the women's sports issue alone. Yeah, that's good to hear. And I've seen the same thing where people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't think this was going to happen. Now, I haven't told anybody, I told you so. But I tell you, you know, back in the day, it's like, hey, <laughs> guys, you know, I'm talking to my more moderate friends or whatever else. I'm like, if these guys get in power, we're in big trouble. You know, oh, well, you know, politics, it'll be okay. I'm like, no, no, not this time. It's a totally different deal. Right. So, so yeah, that's good that everybody's getting fired up because we have to, you know, we got to turn this thing back. So, so speaking of, so you're at CPAC, so we're just, you know, we went through some disappointment here with the way things turned out. There were some bright spots, you know, with the congressional races and all that stuff. And that's really great. But a lot of disappointment uh, at the presidential level. But what's the overall vibe there at CPAC? How are you feeling about things? Well, I'll tell you, I was um, so I'm on the CPAC board. I'm very proud of that that um, relationship. And I was in their staff meeting last night and they went through the numbers for tickets that were available and they are sold out. I mean, and we're talking, you know, not just their general tickets. They're talking about their twenty five thousand dollars special access passes all the way down. So the conservative movement, I think, is pretty fired up. Um, they're sold out here. They had to hold it in Florida this year because Florida is an open state. It's it's one of those uh, refuges of uh, freedom, I would say. Mm. Um, but look, there's a jam-packed cast. Uh, President Trump's going to be speaking on Sunday, it looks like. Uh, we've got Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Ron DeSantis, uh, who I'm very excited to see. I, I Heck, I'm even going to be on the main stage uh, talking about this women's sports issue. We're, we're very excited about that. We've got a, a female athlete who's had to compete against men um, in athletic competitions. And we've also got an expert from the Heritage Foundation, Sarah Perry, um, who will be joining us. But it's really fun. Uh, everyone here is really excited. Um, and, um, you know, we're looking forward to it. It should be a great time. Yeah, great. Well, congratulations on that and being up there. I'm sure you'll represent APP really, uh, really well. And uh, I know you got great stuff to say. So. Well, hey, thanks for coming on today, and uh, thanks for all you are doing and all you guys do uh, over the last, you know, a lot of years here now, and you're fighting the good fight, and uh, love to have you back on again, Terry. Awesome. Thanks so much, Doug, and, and keep up what you're doing. I, I love your show, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to continue working with you guys. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Have a great day. Well, all right, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget, working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. So until next time, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe now at restorationofamerica.com slash first right or text first right to one 820 